Hey, what's up? Y'all hearing me good? If you're not, go ahead and pause, play with the audio and come back. But with that being said, it's all good over here. So we're going to go ahead and kick this thing off. Thank you for joining me for the fourth official episode of The Spill. And this might not be the easiest episode for me to record because I am going to be talking about the Dante Wright situation, Kim Potter getting sentenced, and I really do see myself getting extremely passionate. And as much as I hate to admit it, when I do tend to get more passionate, I do get scatterbrained and I lose focus of everything I want to talk about versus that one detail or one issue i have a problem with specifically and i end up hyper focusing on it so hopefully that doesn't happen with that being said the day is now february 19th 2022 and for a lot of us it has been very sad and if not sad for a lot of us it has been very uncomfortable now for those of you who aren't familiar with what i'm talking about kim potter the officer who shot and killed dante wright and also the police officer with a 26 year long career in law enforcement allegedly mistook her firearm for a taser and it ended up as i stated earlier killing dante wright now i do want to go ahead and give a quick recap about the whole situation because i do want people to be able to properly formulate their own opinions about the situation if they're not familiar with it but in addition to that, I also value a difference in opinion. So with that being said, I'm going to begin quoting Wikipedia um, on the article of killing of Dante Wright as follows. So here we go. On April 11th, 2021, Dante Wright, a 20-year-old black man, was fatally shot by police officer Kimberly Potter during a traffic stop and attempted arrest for an outstanding warrant in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, United States. After a brief struggle with officers, Potter shot Wright in the chest once at close range. He then drove off a short distance, but his vehicle collided with another and hit a concrete barrier. Officers administered CPR to Wright, but were unable to revive him and he was once pronounced dead at the scene. Potter says she meant to use her service taser, shouting taser, 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 just before firing her service pistol instead. Now, before I continue quoting, I do want to give a little bit of context on the warrant. Some people would say that it doesn't matter, but where this story goes further and basically your opinion on it might be dependent on this, so I do feel like it is important to implement this in this recording today so quick note about the warrant before we start talking about it i couldn't find the name of the alleged victim i did find out that her initials are cv but i'm just not comfortable calling her cv so i'm gonna go ahead and call her jane doe and that's just how it's gonna be so basically the nitty gritty on this whole warrant situation is that in the december of 2019 a girl around the same age as dante invited a friend over and the friend ended up bringing along dante Wright. and the story goes that when they arrived to the girl's apartment dante pulls out a firearm begins choking a girl and says if she doesn't give him 820 dollars then he's gonna end up taking her life i don't have the warrant for dante Wright, but i do have the warrant information for who i believe was supposed to be his friend so from that i'm again documenting information since you guys can't see it 
So this warrant was filed on December 4th, 2019. In the description for the charges stating that Emma J. Maurice Driver, who I'm assuming is the friend or boyfriend, you know, love interest, etc., who was invited over to the home that day, um, was the one who sort of put the uh, battery in Dante's back or was complicit in the crime of which Dante ended up robbing a girl of property, i.e. $820. So the next section of this report is just giving a detailed recap of what happened. And it's basically saying that the witness, who I'm guessing is Jane Doe's roommate, left to go get the $820. She came back, gave it to her roommate, who again is Jane Doe, in case I'm using that word too much and she left for work it then goes on to say that when the guests came over with dante Wright, they made jokes about hidden stains and old girl thought that they were just joking which to me it kind of alludes to the idea that she knows that they do criminal activity or she surrounds herself with people who do criminal activity if not doing it herself going forward with the recap and getting towards the end of the situation this is the part that i thought was really interesting so allegedly dante right he's still choking a girl he has the gun out and he's like listen we'll leave if you give him the money just give me the money we'll leave and then the girl's like no i don't have it so it's at that point that the friend who was initially invited says let's go so him and Wright allegedly leave in a white Cadillac and the girl said in the police report that she still had the money. So it kind of made me think like, well, if they didn't get the money, then what was the point of trying to rob her? Now, I kind of got a question. How would somebody have known that she had the rent money? Because from my knowledge, that would mean that the witness would have had to have given the money given her the money as she was leaving to go to work and the other dudes were pulling up and they seen her give her the money or um the victim told the defendants you know i.e right and driver that she had just gotten the money which is very naive or the witness would have had to have told the defendants that she had the money and don't get me wrong i get it when you're friends with people you feel comfortable doing certain things but this is just another example of why you cannot do those things if her allegations are true so in regards to the recap on the warrant that's all i have to say about that but in terms of whether i believe dante and the other defendant did it i can't say um i know with personal classmates and people you just probably wouldn't think would do stuff like this it happens i know people who've been charged with capital murder and they're spending the rest of their lives in jail in the same breath it's not unreasonable to question a victim because at the end of the day she still had the money and if we go back through the transcripts again she also it also comes across like she is aware that the defendants allegedly do criminal activity now we can also take it a step further and question whether the victim actually fabricated the whole context of the situation and 
whatever actually happened ended up turning left because let's be honest money is not something that people play with so hypothetically speaking let's say she stole money from them and they whipped out a pistol and now she's screaming oh they're the bad guys that is quite possible as well nevertheless again i wasn't there so i don't know the context of the situation and it just is what it is Fast forward to April 11, 2021, Dante Wright is pulled over by Kimberly Potter for having expired tags. I believe it is then when she goes to search up his driver identification, she finds out that he has a warrant. She comes back to the car and she commands him to get out. It is at this point that Dante begins resisting arrest and Kimberly Potter allegedly starts reaching for her taser, but reaches for her firearm accidentally instead. Potter then fires one shot into Dante's chest. After that, he gets into his car, shortly drives off into another vehicle, and then dies. Fast forward, the day is February 18, 2022, and Kimberly Potter has been charged with manslaughter and is set to serve 24 months in prison. This is what I don't like about this situation, and this is why I said that the warrant would probably play a huge part in people formulating their opinions later because for instance in another case with the far brothers the far brothers they went to kill this guy's stepfather because allegedly he was touching somebody's little sister and when you look at the reception the perception of that situation is that the killing was justified because of the fact that the father allegedly had touched the girl now i'm not saying that was okay or it should go without punishment in any form or fashion what i am saying though is that people who are not involved in the situation or cannot possibly have enough context as to what happened as something might have not been recorded they shouldn't be using these scenarios to justify why somebody ends up dead the issue with that legally is that if we open the door for one situation albeit good or quote-unquote seen as justified by many then we have to do that for the next thing and i don't like that idea when we're talking about reform and changing things for the better in an unrelated case but Similar in the instance that I'm talking about the whole Kyle Rittenhouse situation. People fall tooth and nail to justify the killing of the two people Kyle Rittenhouse shot when in actuality he probably should have just been at home minding his business instead of involving himself in another city's affairs. From a legal standpoint, we can't say that a killing is justified because we personally agree with the circumstances of the killing even though it was done outside of the law now one thing i do think is interesting about that though is that it does seem to go a certain way law enforcement needs to be held to a similar if not higher standard if their job is to create peace within communities and i feel like because a lot of times with these police situations they come off as being racist or racially motivated that the energy from that lingers into the courtroom and what we'll see is that these judges or these predominantly white juries they'll take offense to that and then they'll make biased decisions based on the defense of their race 
And I feel like that's incredibly fucked up when we're talking about having justice being served. If anything, that further pushes the idea that there is an abuse of power by a certain demographic or group of people within the legal system. Secondly, I don't like how politics are being brought into this. I don't like that people are making this situation or they make situations like this a pissing match for their political football teams. So I have an example of what I'm talking about. Donald's Live posted a video of Dante Wright's mother recording her reaction to the verdict and the um, sentencing that was given to Kim Potter. And this is what he had to say down in, you know, his own comment section. And this is why I'm not voting for these Dems these days. Until they changed the laws, dude had bad breaks and they gave him 150 years. And they gave this woman bunts after yelling taser, taser, taser and shooting him with a gun. I don't want no more statues of my people that you'll kill. I want laws changed. People are done believing the fear taxes that Republicans are racist. When in reality, the Democrats are the same, but they handle it in a different way. By the way, don't try to shame me. I'm not afraid to lose followers for what I believe in. So black people wake up and realize your life is the same under Biden as it is in Trump and Obama and start voting for what's best for you like every other group does. Now, I don't disagree with some of the things that Dom said, like the break situation. I believe that was entirely fucked up. And I also agree with him saying that regardless of whether we're under Trump or Biden, things seem to be the same regardless. But with that being said, how can you say something like that in the same breath, but then say that you need to vote here or you need to vote there because these people are going to get shit done for you or they have your best interest at heart? No, they don't. For example, Trump said incredibly ignorant things during his presidency and he had no intentions of signing that Asian hate bill. Biden didn't either. But but what Biden did, the first chance he got to quote unquote show black people something or quote unquote put us in our place was approve the stop Asian hate bill. That can definitely spur off into another discussion about stereotypes, about what the model minority is supposed to look and act like. But I feel like people aren't ready for that conversation. As a black person and a minority, I can't help but feel like we can't look at either one of these groups that have the best interest of our people. Me personally, I feel like these parties have had 150 years plus to show us that they give a fuck. So if they actually wanted to do it, they would have been done it. And now remember, I had a similar conversation back when Biden was getting elected. I said, I don't know what Trump's doing. I feel like we got to do something different. And somebody else said, well, I'm a vote red because I feel like the Republican Party can do this and they have the power to do this for us. But it's like suggestions on the board are cool, but they don't mean anything if the people were trying to take interest in our cause don't give a fuck. You got to remember that the overall perception of black people in this country is that we're always talking about race. We're always making noise about things that quote unquote don't matter. We're always talking about police brutality. We always feel oppressed. 
And I feel like that leads to a greater issue in this country because we have people in the majority who feel as though the police can do no wrong. And because it's their ideas, the rest of us as minorities have to accept that. When in reality, we should be able to look at the people. We choose to protect us. We choose to create peace in our communities. We choose to respond to us in a quickly manner to say, no, what you guys are doing is wrong. It's hurting people who look like me. It's hurting people who look like them. And it's causing and more harm than good in a very similar way it's like telling two people in a room to shut up because 10 other people don't agree with their opinions personally never mind the fact that those two people probably live a life and experience things that you could never possibly so in this country so long as the majority share those viewpoints regardless of whether they're republicans or democrats it's not going to matter because they all feel the same way towards us if not all if not most with that being said i do feel like kim potter's sentence was entirely too short for taking somebody's life i do believe that we need better policing in this country i do believe that the qualifications to become a police need to become a lot more tedious and a lot more trusting towards the idea that people who are genuine about wanting to protect and serve our communities are genuine about that if that makes sense with that being said that is all i have to say for this episode of the spill if you have opinions that you feel like you like the voice on this platform go ahead and message me at lackofkingscoatgmail.com or you can message me on ig at lackofkingsco with that being said if you like the music and the score provided by me you can also find me on alex underscore almighty that is a-l-e-x underscore a-l-m-x-t-y for any further questions about that and with me having nothing else to say i hope you enjoyed this podcast and remember it's not just commentary